With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Well, after a number of years, the World Rally Championship returned to New Zealand shores, a much-anticipated event, and a man that probably had far too many sleepless nights or sleep-deprived nights, and it probably hasn't finished yet, is the CEO of Rally New Zealand, Michael Goldstein, and he joins us now the day after. G'day, Michael. Yeah, g'day, Mark. Big sigh of relief? Yeah, you know, the blood pressure has dropped a bit um, the last 24 hours, um, but it's been an awesome, awesome week, so... Um, thrilled with how the event's gone. New Zealand are really good at hosting big events. We've seen it with World Cups. A, a whole lot of big events have been in New Zealand and they, uh, pardon the pun, they rally around and, and make it happen. Uh, we've always had amazing volunteers step up and help out an event. Just looking back over the preparation and then the completion of the event, what were your biggest challenges? I think the biggest challenge, uh, Mark, is that um, it's been 10 years since the WRC's been in New Zealand, and um, we've got this amazing legacy with the event, but equally, the world's changed a lot in 10 years, and the people have changed, and uh, a lot of the event has changed. And so we were kind of merging um, this amazing history with with 2022, Um, and in 10 years, there'd been a lot of change, and it meant there was a lot for us to learn. Did, did things happen or situations arise over uh, once the, the the competitors arrived and the event was on and you were like, oh, hadn't thought of that. I'll do that next time. Well, we're just starting the debrief this morning. So the answer is that yes, but nothing major. I think overall it's been a resounding success. Uh, the messages coming through today from the, the teams, the team principals, they're just phenomenally positive. So... I think overall it's, it's a huge tick, um, but just like any major event, there's always areas for improvement. So we'll go back to drawing board and have a look at a few things. Um, but yeah, as I said, it's, we're, we're really stoked with how the week's been. What's been the feedback from the teams on the course itself, on the stages? Obviously, the weather wasn't too flash, um, but as a spectator, I'd imagine that's good because there's no dust. Um, but w- what has been the feedback from the drivers and the teams on, on the course that was presented? Yeah, and also that the weather worked well for Calais, Robin Perra, who had a bad road position, uh, but that was mitigated by the wet weather. Mm. So um, he was actually uh, not a favourite to win because of his road position, but then with the weather how it was, it helped him, right? And then ultimately he won the World Championship yesterday. So so they liked that. But I, I was sitting on Friday night in the control room with the FIA and with our team, and... Um, they just commented on how amazed, how, how such incredible sport it was on Friday because they did 156 kilometres of competitive stages and there was 0.2 of a second in it. Um, and nine of the 10 WRC1 drivers got through the day and four of them were, were within seven seconds of each other. 
and as a sporting contest, it's as good as it gets on the WRC. And that was commented on so many times during the week. Um, obviously, Saturday was a lot more. Um, there was a lot more variability with the weather being so bad. Um, but you know, New Zealand stands above other rallies around the world because of these incredible roads that we have. And and as we expected, that came to the fore the last few days. So many things to to weigh up, I guess, for the governing body to come back to New Zealand. But um, if we get our organisation right, which sounds like that got a tick, uh, the course got a tick, uh, it's just, a, is, is, is the biggest hurdle the logistical nightmare of getting that whole group here? I mean, we've seen it with V8 supercars. They pretty much race in Australia, come to New Zealand once. Yep. And it's it's the financial side of things for the organisation must be tough. Yeah, the logistical costs are immense. You know, more than 40 uh, containers that got shipped from Kenya to Auckland for the rally. Plus, there was a huge amount of air freight. All of the cars are air freighted from Europe, and they'll be back on the on the planes back to Europe to get um, sorted out before Rally Spain in a couple of weeks. And and with all those logistics, there are significant costs. Um, those costs are borne by the teams and by the by the governing bodies rather than us. But you know, it's all part of the mix as to the viability of, of New Zealand on the, on the calendar. Um, but at the end of the day, they're the World Rally Championship and they want to have events around the world, not just in Europe. So those costs are part of, you know, part of the championship they're running and, and they're, they're happy to incur them provided they come down here and put on a spectacle like they just have. So I think on balance, um, you know, our partners at, at the FIA and, and the World Rally Championship are very, very positive. So reading between the lines, we've done ourselves no harm in trying to get it back down here. What's what's the future look like um, to get it back here and when? Well, we, we're really shooting for 2024 to have the event again. And I think that works for us. I, I, this is a massive international event. There's, there's not many um, events of this scale in New Zealand, and it's, it's not affordable for New Zealand to host it every year. Um, but we think every two years or every two or three years it, it is sustainable for our country and we're going to give it a red hot crack for 2024. Hayden Patton drove as well as he could in a, an underpowered car. I sensed a little bit of frustration from him not getting into one, one of the big cars and of course he's been flying the rally flag for New Zealand around the world for an, a number of years. How, how close, and I don't know whether you know the answer to this, how close from taking that next step up again is he? I don't know the answer to that exactly. I know that he's good enough. Um, but there's a lot of politics in play. And he's got such a strong relationship with Hyundai New Zealand, which is really special. And it's allowing him to innovate with his electric car and compete now in the WRC2 um, championship globally. That, you know, he's really committed to Hyundai as a brand um, because of the phenomenal support that Hyundai New Zealand has given him. And so he's not going to go and jump ship and, and drive for, for one of the other teams. So that really only opens up Hyundai in the World Championship as an option for him. And, you know, there's politics around that, which go over my head, to be honest. <laughs> but um, I think that if he was in a Hyundai WRC1 car, he would be very, very competitive, particularly running New Zealand. He would have been extremely competitive. Um, finally, Michael, we're joined by Michael Goldstein. He's the CEO of Rally New Zealand. Crowd attendance, crowd numbers, vantage points, all of that. What are you hearing from the fans? Were you happy with the numbers? I'd imagine the weather would have dented a few to keep them from actually going and seeing it live. But what are you hearing from a fan perspective? 
so far it's been overwhelmingly positive. You know, I'm sure there's the odd person that got stuck out in the rain without the adequate um, clothing, but you know, the fans are so resilient and they, they just love it, right? So they're out there early in the morning, all day watching these cars and uh, watching it on the TV. The number of people out was, was phenomenal. It was more than anybody could could have uh, expected. I was in the watching on the control room on Friday morning when the first car went through the first spectator point at Fung, on the Fung Post Road and there was a gasp from everybody at the number of people on the side of the road. Um, so we were absolutely thrilled with um, with how the motorsport fans got out and supported the event. Um, and, and I think the FIA were, were pretty um, impressed by that as well. And it's part of the business case for us to bring it back, just this level of support that Kiwis have for rallying. It's, it's awesome. And if we were to get it back in 2024, what's a tweak yep. you'd make, something that you've learned off this rally? What, nothing major by the sounds of things, but what's something you might tweak a little bit? Yeah, look, I think we'd probably try and put a little bit more distance into the rally. Like we, we've got quite a lot of constraints because of the TV schedules about what we can and cannot do. Um, the rally this year was 275 kilometres. I think if we found another stage somewhere, um, that might be able to increase it by 30 or 40 kilometres, which would mean more sport, more competition, and, and ultimately more interest. So um, I think we'd, we'd probably look to extend it a little bit. But we're certain it's... The days of these really long, four or five hundred kilometre rallies are, are finished because of um, because of the requirements from the FIA. Um, I think ideally we'd probably be looking at about 330, 340 kilometres. So, um, yeah, that's a tweak we'd look at for 24. Well, Michael, congratulations on a well-run event. Uh, all things considered, <clears throat> as you mentioned, a decade since we had one here. Uh, you should rightly be proud. I know you will be of you and your crew. And uh, you got two two year runway to to run another one here in New Zealand. So we wish you the best for that. Uh, get through the debrief. Give them all a, a a fluffy kiwi or something to make sure they can come back. And um, well done. Yeah, thanks, um, Mark. And I'd just like to um, reiterate just our huge thanks to all of the communities and the landowners that are part of this event, and all of the thousands of volunteers that have have helped to keep everybody safe the last four or five days. It's it's really. Um, we're really grateful for, for that support, which is far and wide. Great stuff. CEO Rally New Zealand, Michael Goldstein there. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.